This is the Tribune Audio Network. This is the Backstory Podcast. I'm Larry Potash. On this show, we uncover the backstory behind some of the most intriguing tales in history, culture, science, and religion. In this episode, you've seen them on the sides of old Chicago buildings, advertisements painted decades ago. As many of them are being covered up by new construction or fade over time, one man is trying to preserve and document the fading ads of Chicago. This is the Backstory. As we navigate a bustling modern city, we may miss its hidden history, signs of a bygone era. Vintage ads are known as ghost signs, a relic of the past that seems to be fading away. Did your grandmother have a Winkler Stoker? Most of the companies are out of business and there are products we no longer need. For men's clothing, when you bought cuffs and collars separately from the rest of the shirts and had little buttons and hook them on. It took a little while. We wouldn't be patient enough to do that nowadays, I don't think. Joe Marlin has cataloged these wall ads in his book, Fading Ads of Chicago. They were painted with lead paint, soaked into the brick. Sometimes you can still read these a hundred years later. Amazing, especially when they were for business and products long gone. look at it I'm pretty sure it became in view because there was another structure yeah. coming this way. Joe started in 1981 and wonders about the ads he might have missed that were lost long before that time. The hunt isn't easy, searching while driving can be dangerous. One time I went right through a red light. On Roosevelt Road the cars were honking at me like crazy. I was lucky I didn't get in an accident so I learned my lesson to be a little more careful. His photo collection salvages ads of all shapes, sizes, and industries. Marigold margarine is one of the better preserved ads, perhaps because a neighboring building shielded it from wind and rain. Blue Label ketchup is considered average condition. And at 1900 South Michigan, a true ghost sign you can barely see this ad for motor plating from 1950. Tell me about this one here. What do you take from that? Well, the first thing that I didn't realize the last time I was here, why it's on the back wall. 95% of them or more are yeah. side walls. There's a train here. Oh. It was made so the people going by on the train would see it. And that was true on where there were rivers or canals. They would be on the back rather than as a side as you walked or drove or took your horse and buggy or your early automobile yeah. and went down the street. But somebody wrote an article in Collier's Magazine in 1905 wow. about this product, complaining about it because part of the ingredients were uh, chloroform and morphine. These murals were done by commercial painters called wall dogs because they worked like dogs. They may not have been true artists, but there's something beautiful about them. Perhaps because now, a century later, they're rare. These are the lucky ones that escaped the wrecking ball of progress. But there was a time they were everywhere. In the 1890s, 
the city fathers of Chicago were complaining that there were so many of these downtown didn't make the appearance they wanted to have for their growing great city. And, uh, and I've seen pictures of them and it was unbelievable. They were just all over yeah. the place. So even though they thought it was an eyesore, why did it keep going? Because it was, you know, private enterprise and who, who could say no? You know, it was America, right? You could do business that way. Dayton Royal Tourist, a luxury car founded by John Stoddard and his son Charles. Beautiful handmade cars. But by 1912, the company grew too quickly and ultimately went bankrupt. Dolly Madison Ice Cream, a baker named after the wife of President James Madison. It started in 1927 and made Hostess Cakes. As the brand was about to go out of business, private investors took over so we could someday enjoy the Twinkie. Do you know anyone who remembers drinking Gold Crown beer? This ad was at 58th and Kedzie, and like the others, no longer exists. As technology advances, ads become cheaper in newspaper, radio, or billboards, than TV and digital. No, really. Best sleep of your life. Hot, crispy bacon. Now ads are flashy, in one step. funny, noisy, and pretty much everywhere you look. These ads, even when they were new, are simple. So some of these ads were for obscure companies or services. Or, yeah, and they might be on the brick wall of a two-story building in which the family lived on the second floor, had a business on the first floor, say a soda parlor or something. And it would just have their name and maybe what they had in there. And it was, you know, long gone and you, you wouldn't find anything in any encyclopedia or Wikipedia about companies like that. These works of art are not signed or dated. If there's no phone number, that means the ad may have been for a business inside that building. Three numbers after the letter exchange means it dates before 1920. When was the last time you saw an ad that said Undertaker? Ads are meant to be temporary. Who would have thought these ads would exist a century later? In most cases, long after the products are gone. One of the most interesting ones was Misfit Clothing. And it was up on uh, North Clark Street, near Division Street. And it was in a store in the loop where you could buy odds and ends, apparently, of clothing if one leg was longer than another or one foot was bigger than another. I, and it was cheap, you know. There's something to the ad that makes it worth remembering. Colors, fonts, logos. Some may still exist only in the shadow of a building that was later built next to it, shielding it from anyone's view. 50 years from now, they could tear down a building and lo and behold, something would be there. You know, you never can tell. In the attempt to build new, we may excavate a bit of the old, a ghost sign resurrected. Whoever thought lead paint be such a treasure. Even when the last piece of paint peels off the brick, we'll have Joe's photos to preserve the message forever. It may not be a product we can buy anymore, but the ads preserve for us a way of life that has also faded away. Thanks for listening to Backstory. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast or leave a review. 
To watch our full coverage of this story and see some that didn't make it to the podcast, visit us online at WGNTV.com slash Backstory. This has been a production of the Tribune Audio Network.